0: My name is Erica Rochelle, and welcome to the Prosperity Pathways Podcast. I'm here today with the Label, my best friend. She's going to discuss getting our minds right so we can get our money right. So, you want to give them a, a brief
1: description of you and what you do before we get into the interview? Yes. Hey, my name is LaWong. I'm a creative director, I'm a writer, author, and I'm from Atlanta and Eritrea. Originally, my first question for you mm-hmm. is: Can you tell us
0: about your background and your journey from Atlanta to here in DC, where we are now, mm-hmm. and how your experiences have shaped your life and your perspective on building well?
1: Okay, my parents are born and raised in Eritrea. My dad came here like 1980s, early when he was in like his 20s, so he basically grew up here. But his foundation was in Eritrea, and my mom came here in 1995. My background, when it comes to wealth, they come from, my dad definitely, he he came from the bottom, from scratch, all on his own, honestly. And he struggled, he came from a poor family. My mom came, my parents had money, and um, I see it from both views, wealth. My mom has a law of attraction mindset, and uh, maybe because everything just came easy to her, I don't know, but uh, it worked for her. Even growing up, I seen the law of attraction work for my mom my dad is not that kind of person at all he's more of a get it how you can actually get get to work save all of that okay
0: you know? so his beliefs are more so saving and you said your mom's law of attraction and you saw that
1: how did you see that well growing up we would be like you get paid almost minimum wage mm-hmm. how are you affording a house a car everything she made it work she made it work To make everything you know how to invest her money properly Yes, she does. My mom's credit is excellent, so she knew how to use her credit in the right way. So she knew how to leverage credit. And she always was like, I'm not worried about none of my bills. This is how I want to live, and I know that I'm going to get the kind of life that I want. No matter what, she knows she's going to make it work. Yeah, she knows she's going to make it work, yeah. yeah. yeah but I would say she was also very blessed too, at the same time. My dad also is a business type of mindset as well. He's just right. like, you need to save and start a little business. So we did the little t-shirt. We sold t-shirts with my dad. I learned how to basically flip my money through my dad. But I did have my ups and downs with that too.
0: Yeah, a lot of us did. We definitely went through it. So my next question for you, as an Eritrean woman, has there been any cultural influences or values that have impacted your approach to finances and wealth building?
1: Absolutely. A lot of Eritrean people, they save. They don't just spend their money. They always think about it really seriously before they spend their money. They don't just go and spend their money just because they want something. Also, they don't just think about themselves. They think about their family. They think about the community. Everybody grows as a community. One person's down, other person helps them. So limited impulse buying and a community mindset. And community mindset. Definitely.
0: There's a lot of things that are lacking in and- most American cultures, specifically in minorities. So my next question for you, what are some challenges you've faced in your own wealth building journey
1: and how have you overcome them? Honestly, I'm still overcoming them right now, but I learned that I need self-discipline when it comes to finance. I always used to care about what people thought and you need to stop thinking about what people I had Keeping the game the Joneses type yeah. thing yes. I had the game of what I needed to do but I couldn't do it because I wanted to look rich instead of actually be rich Uh-oh. and that caused me to financially struggle. Yes. So now I'm recovering from all of that. Yeah that's a big issue in the
0: American culture Like For sure. a lot of people see the status quo and they want to be part of it and they see all the fame and they're going doing this and going doing that because they don't see the back end. They don't see all the hard work and labor that had to go into it. They don't see that, oh, they bought this after they made some more money, not bought it as soon as they had the money to buy it a lot of us don't see that so we end up forming these very bad habits where we're like "Ooh, we want this shiny new thing because being publicized by a rich person that was only one percent of their if even one percent of their income to buy that right most of the time we end up spending 50 percent of we wait up for a whole check just to spend the whole check on something i remember doing that right, right, several right. times
1: i think one thing that helps is just being humble because i know so many people that got it like that but you would never know because they're just really humble very humble because they already learned that lesson. I don't have
0: to keep up with the Joneses. I know I got it and that's really the only people that need to know exactly. Only you got you for real at the end of the day. Exactly. Okay, so my next question for you. Are there any strategies or habits you've adopted that have helped you progress towards your financial goals? Are there any any, um, strategies that has helped me? Yeah. Habits, (laughs) strategies or habits that you
1: that i've been doing so like earlier you said
0: self-discipline so you've been working on that so are there any other strategies or habits like if you tuck some money somewhere or you have separate accounts some people will do that or when they tell you you're trying to pay down a credit card Mm -hmm. so you don't keep spinning it up they'll freeze it in a block of ice type thing yes
1: Honestly, uh, I try different types of things like getting my parents to hold on to my money so I don't have access to it But that's not uh, the best way to do it. I think the best way to do it is to actually discipline yourself So every day I wake up, I think about how can I save more money on coffee? I just start thinking about saving. How can I save a couple dollars doing this? Just in those little small things, I see my money being able to stretch out a lot more Do I really need a large coffee? <laughs> get like a little taste. So honestly, at the end of the day, I just wanted a taste. Yeah, like when you have that craving
0: for Starbucks, yeah. I don't have to go every day. Make it something mm-hmm. that's a treat. Yeah, yeah. So you just wait, go once a week. If you really love Starbucks that much, you can wait for it. It'll awesome. wait for you.
1: The other thing that really helped me is my habits like smoking and drinking. So Cut I are <laughs> stopping completely. Stop completely. I know that saved me some money. I just couldn't control it. I just completely stopped because. I could see that it was detrimental to my finances. Mm-hmm. So, I, each, now I'm saving so much more money because I'm not spending it on alcohol. I'm not spending it on weed. I'm spending it on things that I actually need. So. Yes, exactly. You we're putting
0: it away, saving and yep. investing. Yep. Like, yep. yep. over the years, I started switching over my habits. And now I know what to do with that extra yep. money. A lot of times, I would still end up splurging it on my son or something like that. but can't bend to his every prayer because otherwise he starts getting that bad money habit. Oh, I am just supposed to spend money on everything. No, really. as soon as I want it, I get it. No, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's impulse buying. That's the stuff we're not supposed to do. And a lot of parents feel like they're depriving their child by not getting that for them but you aren't you're teaching them something Absolutely. that's valuable otherwise you're just perpetuating bad habits Absolutely. by telling them as soon as you want something you should get it and now it's stuck in their head that as soon as they want something they should get it even when they grow up as soon as they want something they should get it <laughs> so now they're spending their money <laughs> in the wrong ways you get what I'm saying six seven eight it ingrains it in their head to think that way
1: true my parents never were really like this did all that for me honestly i just started getting my money at an early age mm-hmm. and that's what messed me up i'm young i'm not educated enough on it hey i could just I'll spend, spend whatever
0: i want because you don't actually hey, have bills great. or anything yet exactly and then by the time you do get older and you get the bills and stuff you're like darn i don't want to pay
1: that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, yep, it's like plenty yep. days you yep. wake up i don't want to be an adult anymore i would definitely recommend being educated before spending your money crazy just period
0: period there was a coworker that came to me the other day and was talking about the non-slip Crocs he had bought for work. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mm-hmm. I went to this store and the dude charged me such and such, and then later that night I was looking on Amazon and it was twenty thirty dollars cheaper, which is a good amount of a difference. Wow. But he was like, so you think I should just take him back to Bro? I said, honestly, it's on you. You ain't checked around before you bought. Them.
1: Yeah. That's on you why would you, just go why would you check that?
0: after you bought it who does that yeah. i know people do that but i'm just saying like I mean, that's a should. bad habit exactly that's a bad habit that we have that's that impulse buying yeah even though it was something he needed for work mm-hmm. it's still an impulse buy because instead of you shopping around to see what was the best price of the same quality <laughs> product you just went and bought the first place you saw it yeah oh, hey, I need those, let me go ahead and grab it. Instead of saying, ooh, I like those kinds, let me see where else I might be able to grab it. It's not going away, it'll be right back for you. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: And shoes is definitely something that is a good thing to spend money on quality because you're walking around all day in them. I personally don't believe in spending a whole lot of money on tennis shoes and stuff unless you play basketball often that's just me personally because it's something that you're just literally walking on the ground with yeah literally most of the time you're walking through dirt and all kinds of stuff but for special occasions I do believe in that if you're playing basketball stuff so I'll spend high-quality money on my son's football cleats when he's playing football his grandma likes Ryan Jordans and all that I'm not into that yeah. But I got one pair of Jordans that I bought when I was like 26 years old, and that's just because the Jordans were my nephew's. His dad had got him two smaller size. So I got those and bought him a pair that actually fit him. Because he kept wearing them because his dad brought them for him. Like, I was like, just because your dad bought them for you doesn't mean you hurt your feet. His feet was balled up in the shoe. Because <laughs> he was walking funny. That's what made me notice he was walking funny. Right. I'm like, why are you walking funny? Right. Like, and I checked his feet, I said, oh, these are too small. You can feel his foot, This toes balled up in the front of this, this shoe. I
1: said, boy, <laughs> I said, you Oh know no.
0: What? I would have bought him a pair, I bought my son a pair, too. And that's the only pair of Jordans I got, and I still have them. Oh, yeah. Course,
1: if I get good quality shoes, I'll have them for a yeah. really long time until.
0: I, I dog them a little bit. Away. I will say that I did dog them a little bit because <laughs> I really don't give two fucks about no Jordans. Like, I said. Right. but I'm going to keep them. I'm going to keep them. I will always keep them because my brother also passed away, So that's the only thing that I have. Well, besides the last tattoo that he did. So my next question for you, ma'am, is how do you prioritize financial education and
1: staying informed about personal finance matters? Honestly, I need to do a little bit better on that because I have a brother that does his homework on financial education. Yes. So anytime I have a question, I just ask him kind of like my financial advisor. And I also have a sister. Yeah. He definitely tries to stay well-informed. He and tries good, the best. But, yes, sure. Calculations when it comes to finances yes. and all that. So I'm just a little bit lucky with that. But I honestly need to learn that information from myself. Yeah, I don't want to keep bothering him and
0: then you could always still call them at least now once you start informing yourself it'll be an educated question like i already know this but i want to confirm it with you like do you Ooh, agree with my simple. opinion type thing yeah. yeah but on that same tidbit i do have a book coming out that's, that's a shameless plug i'm sorry i'm waiting on that yes i'm gonna I'm be pre-launching on that, that on june 1st you yeah. already know you got you got your copy okay. your signed copy i'm
1: just it. i feel like i'm lucky yeah. honestly everybody around me is financially educated <laughs> Exactly.
0: So there's no the way you can fail. <laughs> no, at all. Like there's no way you can fail. Not,
1: not with that, mom. No.
0: Yeah, you're surrounded. I'm surrounded by that. And I am too. Yeah. So yeah. as long yeah. as we keep it that way, because environment was one of the first things I always Ooh, tell people is
1: like,
0: Amen to that. If environment. You, if you got people around you that Ooh. all they do is complain all day and, you gotta let and it go. they worry about the next day or the next paycheck, that's all they worried about. Understandable. To be worried about that stuff, but it gets deeper than that because I'm not trying to have those struggles every day for the rest of my life. If you stay worried about today, yesterday, and tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you're stuck. (laughs) Honestly, I can't worry about yesterday, first of all, it's gone. It's gone. I can worry about today, tomorrow, but I need to worry about next year. And five years from now, Facts. and ten years from 10 now ten years, also. more like ten. Exactly. <laughs> Everything I do now is to make my five, ten, 10 fifteen years, years not tomorrow,
1: better. no. Exactly. We are on a long-term vision. And we on not, a, not only a long-term for your life, but generational wealth at that. So. Exactly. Not just my life, um, my grandkids. Grandkids, community, all that. Exactly. Don't be selfish and just think my about son, your I own journey. going to send
0: his grandkids over there to me. So, okay. <laughs> I have no problem. i good. spend some
1: time with my grandkids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you have them, Absolutely. cause he ain't had none yet. Don't rush it.
1: <laughs> very valuable family. It's
0: invaluable, actually. Mm-hmm. So the next question: mm-hmm. Can you share any specific experiences or lessons learned that have contributed to your success in wealth building?
1: One thing I like about myself is I like buying Honda Civics. My first car, I always buy a low-maintenance car. I'll make sure it's nice. My car is like a 2018 Honda Civic. It's pretty nice for me and economical. And, But it's economical at the same time. Exactly. And I bought it even though it was a little pricey. It was worth it because from month to month, I don't spend that much on maintenance. So and this car can last years. And you feel like that was a good economical decision. Mm-hmm. And once you pay that car
0: off, you can still afford the maintenance. You can still afford Sweet. the gas the car Ooh, is gonna it's last so you a long yeah. time so i remember good. my first car well one of my first cars i bought because i've always bought used cars because i didn't want car payments but economically i wouldn't say a bad decision but i kind of rushed this decision i'll say that mm-hmm. because i would always end up buying cars that needed work but the first car that mm-hmm. i was about to speak on I think it was a Honda Accord. It was a 97 or something like that. It okay. lasted me a good two or three years and it would have lasted longer uh-huh. had I maintained it properly. So that was the key to it is I wasn't m- maintaining it properly and it did Damn last girl. me a long time okay. considering the way I was dogging the crap you out of the You
1: just didn't yeah. care. <laughs>
0: No. Nah. That was my 16, 17 year old oh, self. No, I, I got my know. license. My when I was I completely 16. Ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> like that was my first, first car. car was I was like, lucky
1: I, that it lasted two, three years. Oh honestly. no, you're very lucky because my first car lasted a month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, the way
1: I drove it was reckless. Yes.
0: So the next question is What ways have you sought to balance short-term financial goals with long-term wealth-building objectives? And we kind of touched on that just a little bit, the fact that we do have to
1: think of that stuff, but how do you balance that? How would I balance it? Mm -hmm. Honestly, keep your bills minimum. Keep your bills as as minimum as you can. Everybody knows this, but stop doing unnecessary shopping. Get what you need, not what you want. Maybe here and there you do some extreme work and you can reward yourself with something but when you reward yourself make sure it's not something so expensive. Make sure it's something in your reward small have,
0: and nice that you like. But your reward doesn't yeah. even have to be actually spending money either. Your reward doesn't can be even, actually spending time to yourself.
1: What's yeah
0: doing your self pedicure manicure or just sitting there and relaxing your brain. That's my if you favorite. do want to pay for something get a massage. Something that actually benefits oh, just talking you about that today.
1: holistic
0: mentally and spiritually Mm -hmm. people instantly oh I did such and such per se I I can't even think of something that people celebrate for offhand and go buy a bag.
1: I was just telling my friend that.
0: That doesn't really help you Mm -hmm. spiritually. Right, right, right
1: exactly. I was just telling my friend that she was telling me shit about this car it was a big body Benz Mm -hmm. she's like can i buy this car and I'm like she's doing good financially so that's why she wanted to reward herself with a Benz but, but I told her just wait a little bit Get a nice Lexus or a nice Toyota Camry, something like yeah, that. Yeah, because you gotta get yourself in a long-term debt for a momentary exactly. happiness. I like said you should want to <laughs> see your money expand more. If you do spend your money, mm. since you do got the money, spend it on experiences, like time, like how you said, something that's actually gonna last without costing you. Yes, networking, going to events. I think it's better to spend your money on that instead of materialistic is, stuff. Yeah, because life is short. At the end of the day,
0: those materialistic things. Aren't gonna benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. What your other broke friend is gonna say, Ooh, you got that? Like really That's something to flex on? You flexing on other broke people? Sorry, that doesn't really appeal. Yeah. Or no, for those who might get offended by me saying, Oh, well, my friends aren't broke, okay, you could be getting money. But just because you're getting money doesn't mean you're keeping money. That's what my definition of that is. When I say broke, you can make a hundred thousand two dollars a year, but if you spend $200,000 every year, you're broke. You should not be spending everything you make. Every time some money comes into your hand, it's gone. That that's just not, not our wealth, wealth building. building. That is broke. That's, that's being said. broke. I'm sorry. I don't Making it a money. The mindset you make.
1: is like a broke mindset. Yeah, it is. As soon as you get a raise,
0: you start spending more money. <laughs> you get a new job, you move into a bigger house. Now you got more bills. Yeah, that's, that was my big mistake. I did something like that. I regret it. Yeah, I've always had a good mindset for being a minimalist. It's just investing my money better and understanding investing, for real, is really what held me back. Yeah. Because in the beginning
1: Honestly, I think, of it, was, my well, I think it was like relationships with you. Like, Well, yeah, I, I wasn't understanding to my money properly really, because,
0: yeah. honestly, I, the relationships that I, I overextended myself, that wouldn't have happened if I understood how to invest my money better. Mm,
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, if I had true. my
0: money already invested, I wouldn't have been able to Delive overextend that. myself to you. True. I'm not going to be able to do that. Yeah. and oh, Not you per se, but overextend but be- myself to that person because Spend my money. money would be invested. Oh, no, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. I got this there. My priorities would have been in the proper place.
1: That goes back to being in your, in
0: your environment, being around people that's on same page with you. Exactly. It really does. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the people that I ended up meeting is because of the environment I already
1: was in. Mm-hmm. Right. So financially, uh, not lit. crippling. You know what I
0: mean? yeah. Financially crippling. <laughs> financially crippling type stuff. Yeah. But the next question: What advice would you give to young adults or individuals from similar backgrounds who
1: are just starting their wealth building journey? Focus on getting your credit right. Don't mess up your credit. Hmm. <laughs> Looks like on getting your credit right. You save as much as you can and learn But as a young adult, I would say just educate yourself. Period. Mm-hmm. Focus on educating yourself.
0: Yeah, and that doesn't mean necessarily that you gotta go to college or anything like that. Read eBooks like Buffett Beyond Value, personal development, learn how to be self-aware, oh, wow of what you do, why you do it, why am I spending this money like this? Oh, because my mom and dad always told me no. So as an adult now, I just buy anything I want. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Understanding reasons why you do the things that you do so that you can stop doing it. So you can be more self-aware, building self-discipline. So that saying, YOLO, you only live once. People, it's a good saying but I feel like it gets misinterpreted because a lot of people use it to trash their life. And that's the only way I can put it. You're trashing your life. Oh, because I'm young, I don't have to worry about saving. I have plenty of time for that, and da da, da da. When really, if you start, if, if you learn about investing and saving and all of that stuff right now, we're not even gonna start at 18. From 16, because most places you can start working at 16. From 16, to 18 before you go to college you could have saved and invested so much money that you don't even have to work a job while you're going to college you could have learned some stuff that your parents if you have the type of parents that actually listen to you because i know some people don't but you could have told your parents about some of the stuff you learned and they would have been able to invest some money to be able to help you out with some stuff you could go ahead and have money put away to start your business by the time you're 19 20 years old if you don't work as a teenager and you wait till you're 18, 19, same thing applies. By the time you're 25, which isn't that old, 18 to 25, you're working, going to college. You can have so much money put up.
1: And I would also say, don't just jump and invest big. Invest small. You can start matter. small. It's okay to start it's small. It's okay to start small. Do not just go and jump and spend everything that you've would been saving on investments. Mm-hmm. It's okay to invest small wait it out, study it. If it's going good, add a little bit more. Yeah, and If use, it's going good, keep adding a little bit more. Use apps like Stash and
0: Acorn, like automatically send $25, $50 over to a brokerage. It could be Robin Hood or Weevil. I use TD Ameritrade. I send $50 over every time I get paid. It don't moves even matter. Like that,
1: small moves like that end up being big. It's the just those force of Then you're going to end up making bigger moves. Exactly. Just automatically.
0: I'm sending that $50 over. Period. No matter what. No question. No matter what I got to pay. It's got to go. Like straight
1: jumping into big moves. Like, no. Nah, everybody yeah. got to start somewhere. Especially if you're not completely sure
0: of what you're doing. Especially. Um, and no, that's the way I save my money. So... There's stocks that that cost $50 or less and things like that, but I buy the bigger stocks. But by putting that money away, $50 every two weeks, it'll be $150. By the next month, I can buy a whole share of Apple. I buy a whole share of Microsoft after like two months because that's $300. That money adds up. It don't sound like a lot, but you go to the store every weekend and buy a $30, $40, $50 bottle. (laughs) that money could have been spent elsewhere. Instead of you getting towed up with your friends all weekend or not even all weekend, because one bottle probably only lasts one night. Instead of your money being wasted, you could go stash it over there and get your little piece of the pie, because that's what stocks are, is you getting a piece of their pie and, and benefiting off of their growth. You use most of the products, And not all of the companies that you use the products for are good investments, I will say that. So that's why you should do your research. Other than that, just let your money work for you. That's what the rich people have been doing for a long time. And always check on it. Once you do start buying stocks and stuff, well, once you start doing your own research, you'll know all this stuff, you'll understand. But we're going to close it out with my signature question. I'm going to make sure I ask all of my guests. What is one key mindset shift? or habit change that has contributed to your success and how can listeners apply this to their own wealth building journey
1: I have had my ups and downs but the one thing that's been keep that's been saving me mm-hmm. is my network network is your network I've always genuinely built good relationships and it came through for real like I always had it and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. but in the moments where I felt down what lifted me back up was the relationships that I had around me yeah. It was key that, I, that you don't do people dirty, be real. Be, and don't let people do you dirty either. Exactly. So I don't play that. So just like a balance of not letting people play you, but also having good relationships with the people that are giving that same energy to you. And keep sticking with those people. Relationships, good relationships, having a good network. Not people that's your friend. And having friends is good, but when it comes to like if you want to grow financially, have friends that are smart in finances that are good at finances learn from them be around them cuz they're going to be the ones to really help you out for real mm-hmm. yeah your network is your met-
0: net worth that's her message though yeah. so just remember that <laughs> network has to be growing Start trying. To start putting yourself in rooms that are doing better than That's you. A lot of people Maybe get they do. self-conscious and they, they like sticking with the same old mm-hmm. crew because they probably the best person out of all of them and they get accolades you every time. they grow like that. Every time they grow, like and when you you're down, down your out, circle's well,
1: not gonna be able to help you if you do that. If I'm the uh, smartest person
0: in the room, I'm in the wrong room. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm in the wrong room.
0: Nah, I need to be in rooms where people are smarter than me, mm-hmm. that are doing more than me, that smarter are doing it bigger than me. There's millionaires and billionaires that say, and will tell you the same
1: thing. But I would also say make sure they're good people at the same time. Because yeah. there are people that know more than you and will take advantage of your weakness and your lack of knowledge in finances. Yeah, just read the room. Read the room, yeah, be able yeah. to. No, don't get taken advantage of, of make
0: course. Make sure you really get
1: every yeah. detail. Don't put yourself in a
0: room full of scammers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> put your room. You hear a
1: scam yourself- run away
0: yes
1: <laughs> for the most
0: if it sounds too good to be true then it probably is and actually I can't even say that because there's a lot of things like investing in the stock, stock market people think that's too good to be true no, just educate yourself if they yeah. think that's too good to be cute <laughs> what, educate yourself What you could just go buy a piece of a company online. yes you can you can just Not sign exactly. up for a brokerage yeah. and just buy a piece of a company no, that's for... and a lot of them once you get to a certain amount of shares you literally have say so at their meetings at their quarterly mm-hmm. meetings you can go down and actually say something. You'll be in the room, and that's actually a good goal to have. Is get to a certain point, like Berkshire Hathaway B shares. I have a goal on how real. many of those I want to buy, so that I can get into the room with Warren Buffett before he's gone. He already ninety two years old. I gotta get there. Oh
1: yeah, he about to be gone. Yes, <laughs> ninety two years old, and he's been investing since he was like twelve. And he's still
0: doing it. He's been investing in penny stocks since he was like twelve. It's crazy
1: he's still doing it. Yes.
0: And still doing it big, still doing it. Bigger. That's what this like, whole company Berkshire Hathaway is. They own Geico and all that stuff. Oh, that's him? They own everything right. <laughs> oh, wow. they, Omaha insurance, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Wow, they got houses, they got real estate, realtors, all that's that. That's big time. Berkshire Hathaway, yes. Sheesh, yeah. Warren Buffett is it, he's that wow. person. Wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, I need to do my more research on him. Yeah, definitely. We got plenty of book recommendations you know we, we can't <laughs> yeah, so we'll get it then. i do want to thank you yeah, no for problem. coming thank to the you. show today yeah, thank, thank you guys for, for providing listening. your insight and we'll catch you yep. in the future we'll probably do another interview maybe six sure. months or a year from now probably six months because we'll be around
1: stay tuned and get you a financial it's worth investing in a financial advisor
0: for real
1: and yeah. your network is your network
0: but do your research on them too. When you go to a financial advisor because a lot of them, they're trained and they get certified in financial advising, but really all it is is that they know what they're telling you doesn't mean they're doing it too. Right. So just just do your own research. Don't just sit down with the first one. You see five stars on the (laughs) website or something like that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go with them. Like, no, sit down and do your own counter interview. Cause a lot of brokerages and they have you fill out some paperwork to see if you're qualified to be one of their investors, but you need to see if they're qualified to invest for you. And always keep in mind that if you say, oh, F the stock market, all that, I'm just gonna save my money in my savings account. The bank is doing that with your money, just so you know. (laughs) Put your money in the savings account, they're investing it. They're putting it in the stock market, mutual funds, bonds, treasury bonds. They're investing your money. It's not just sitting in the bank. Why do you think there is such thing as a bank run? People going to run down in the masses to go pull their money out the bank, but they can't. Because your money is not in there. They're investing it. Mm -hmm. But that's neither here nor there. That is
1: the truth, though. Just so you know. Thank you.